And welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted Nelson Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Austin will be here with me in just a moment, but I just wanted to start an open note. Austin, are you with me right now? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, boy, I don't know what's going on with that connection for the last two days. You got a story you want to start with? You want me to start? Yeah, I think uh, the story of the day is going to be I'm going to get a new uh, system at my office that will actually <laughs> handle the show properly. <laughs> but, but, yes, absolutely. There's. I want to start off with a couple health stories today. I've been at the office early this morning going over a bunch of stuff, and I think we're finally starting to reach a catalyst here with the population where people are starting to wake up, and for good reason. There was a research study that got released yesterday from the British Journal of Sports Medicine, and this is unbelievably like groundbreaking because it's something we have said for literally an entire year, but now you actually have medical institutions and a small amount, but a few mainstream media actually reporting on this. And this is from leisureopportunities.uk. They're the ones who actually first published this in a mainstream article, but it was published online in the British Journal of Sports Medicine on April 14, 2021. And it goes on to say here, the main premise of it, they said is lack of exercise is the major cause of death from COVID-19 with only advanced age an organ transplant leading to a higher risk. What's interesting to say is that individuals who were not physically active more than doubled the risk of dying from COVID. goes on to say here, being consistently inactive was a strong risk factor for severe COVID outcomes than any of the underlying medical conditions and risk factors identified by the CDC except for age and history of organ transplant. They said, in fact, Physical inactivity was the strongest risk factor across all outcomes compared with the commonly cited risks such as smoking, obesity, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and cancer. They said, therefore, we can recommend that public health authorities inform all populations to engage in regular physical activity as it may be the single most important action individuals can take to prevent severe COVID-19 complications, including death. Whoa. Now, I have to say here, I personally think and I've personally witnessed the high doses of vitamin C and vitamin D are crucial in maintaining an immune system. But did we not say this last year? People have to be active. You can't be a couch potato and expect your body to give you optimal results. God Almighty made our bodies to be extremely active individuals. You go back just in a little bit of recent history. I mean, I'm talking 40, 50 years ago. Obesity and inactivity was virtually non-existent in the United States. Everybody was active. People walked. People rode bikes. People were constantly going outside. People were constantly running and being actively engaged. You go back 100 years Heck, majority of people are riding horses everywhere. You know, a few cars came out. That was cool if you could afford one, but walking and horseback was what you did. If you've ever ridden horseback, that is an extremely physical intensive exercise on a regular basis. People were not complacent at all. They didn't sit on their butt all day and watch television eating Cheetos and Twinkies and Ding Dongs complaining about how sick they were just didn't happen. And so what we see now is the lack of exercise has been one of the most identifiable factors in this situation right now. And isn't it funny 
Isn't it funny what they told everybody to do to stop the spread? What was it? Stay at home. Don't go to the gym. Don't go outside. Don't socialize with people. Essentially, be as inactive as you possibly can be. Be as lazy as you can possibly be. Don't worry about your diet. Don't worry about cutting out sugar or alcohol. Don't worry about taking vitamin C or D3. Be as inactive as you can because you're not allowed to go to the gym. Isn't that ironic? Now we're finding out that the complete and total scam of an injection RNA device, you can call it, is now coming out and being what we said is a complete and total scam. The CDC yesterday apparently sent out emails to the major corporate media outlets explaining that about 5,800 fully vaccinated people had still come down with COVID-19 even after being fully vaccinated. And 74 people that were fully vaccinated have now died from COVID-19 even after the shot. Now, we know that this is heavily laced with propaganda because the CNN, the Hill, Yahoo, um, uh, another Yahoo Life one, they all literally paired the exact same article. You, you can read it. Every single news outlet had the exact same verbatim article from the CDC. 5,800 people have been vaccinated. They've now caught COVID. 74 people died. The list goes on. So obviously this is some propaganda. We know that there's some lies to this, but there's also probably some accuracies to this because, as we said from the beginning, the COVID shot, they were very clear about it when they rolled this out. They said, it's not going to stop you from getting COVID, and it's not going to prevent you from spreading COVID. They're very candid about it. They didn't try to make it anything it wasn't, except they told you you needed to get it for your protection. Well, here's the next one that really kicks it in now. Now, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky has now stated that the COVID restrictions should be put back in place until they can figure out how to develop another more effective COVID jab. I kid you not, you can't make up this stuff if you were writing a horror film. You can't make it up. She said, and I quote, really what we need to do in this situation is shut things down. I think if we tried to vaccinate our way out of what's happening, we'll be disappointed it took so long for the vaccine to work to actually have the impact. We know that if the vaccines go in the arms today, we will not see an effect of these vaccines, depending on the vaccine, for somewhere between two to six weeks. So again, what we really need to do in these situations is shut things back down. Wow. Can you kick the goalpost out again? Can you do it again for what, the 19th, 25th, 32nd time? I don't know. I mean, can you kick it out again? So now you need to get your shot even though it doesn't work. You need to get your shot even though people are dying from it. But when you get your shot, you need to lock everything back down again for another month and a half. You need to stay at home to stop the spread, you know, to flatten the curve. They cannot come up with a better narrative anymore, my friends. They literally have to keep recycling the same giant pile of bullcrap. Every single week they recycle it, they rebag it, they put it in a new box with a new bow and a new ribbon, and they say, hey, here's your giant box of cow feces. Open it up and you'll be surprised it's something totally different. And America opens it up and goes, this is still, this is still cow poop. Oh, but it's got a new, po- new box. Totally new box, new bow. And you go, but it's cow poop. I don't want it. Oh, hold on a second. We have another one here. Look at this fancy box. Open it up. New bow, new ribbon. This is more cow poo. Yeah, I know. But it's cow poo you'll like this time. And it's for your protection, cow poo. 
Guys, you can't come up with this stuff anymore. They're blatantly lying to everybody. They're blatantly slapping us in the face and telling us they're not slapping us in the face. It doesn't get more insulting than this. So I urge everybody, please, get this information out there. We now have the Denmark, the country Denmark, has now been the first country to permanently ban the AstraZeneca shot. Banned it. They have now said, Absolutely not. We will not roll this out anymore. The real risk of severe side effects massively outweigh any type of protection. And people go, okay, well, that's Denmark. You know, Denmark, they're kind of, they kind of do their own thing. Oh, wait, no, there's more. Norway, officially today, has become the second country to stop the experimental COVID AstraZeneca shot permanently right behind Denmark. The statement issued by the Norwegian Institute of Public Health said the vaccine is more dangerous than COVID itself. End quote. <laughs> and guys, I'm not laughing because this is funny as far as haha. I'm laughing because this is exactly what Dad and I and numerous other people have been ranting about for months. And we got so much flack last year from people that said we were anti-vaxxers. Dude, I understand the concept of vaccines. What I don't agree with and nor will I ever endorse is gene editing RNA therapy and saying, oh, it's for your protection. That's what I'm not okay with. This has to get called out for what it is. If you decide you really think an RNA gene editing therapy shot that has now been banned in multiple countries and the CDC is blatantly saying it's not working and there's tens of thousands of people that have dropped dead directly to it and story after story after story after story of adverse side effect. If you really think you need to get this shot, that's on you. But do not ever let somebody pressure you into doing something you don't want to do because they say it's for your protection. I can guarantee you pretty much 99.9% .9 of the time, if somebody's trying to pressure you into something and talk you into something and convince you to do something all because it's for your protection, 99.9% .9 of the time, it is not for your protection. It is for their benefit, and that is a fact because the truth is if it's for your protection, you don't have to be talked into it. Normal, smart, healthy individuals, if they see calamity, they go, eh, you know what? That's not a good idea over there. It's probably best I do this. And somebody goes, you know what? That's probably the best option to do. You go, yeah, absolutely right. You don't have to get talked into it. You don't get coerced into it. You don't get bullied into it. Why are we seeing now bullies on social media, bullies on mainstream media, telling people that they're complete and total insane, moronic, retarded anti-vaxxers if they don't line up and get this shot blindly? Watched on numerous news outlets now. The script's the same. The story's the same. You get the shot or you're a horrible person. You're a grandma killer. Guys, I don't deal well with bullies. Dad doesn't deal well with bullies. I don't tolerate bullying. I hate bullying. We're being bullied right now. And nobody bullies you for your protection. Nobody forces you to do something against your consent for your protection or your health. It just doesn't happen. So please look at the research. Look at what's going on. You have the British Journal of Sports Medicine saying that blatantly inactivity is one of the leading causes of COVID deaths right, behind, right in front of obesity. This is the truth. These are the facts that are going on right now. Take care of your body. Continue to get adequate purified water. Get good sleep. Take your vitamin C and your D3 and your zinc. Continue to exercise, even if it's just getting outside for five or ten minutes and going for a brisk jog. I mean, it's super simple. 
Anybody that can walk can go for a walk, can go for a jog. If you've got legs and you can walk and you're healthy, you can go for a jog. If you don't, if you have an issue basically like you've been in an accident, like I know some people that are basically paraplegics and you're basically in a wheelchair, there's exercise you can do as far as pull-ups, arm curls, you know, as far as the dips where you can sit down and put your arms out, a lot of assisted stuff you can even do. There's all types of things that you can do to get back in shape and stay active because it is crucial right now that America stands up and we be strong, resilient, smart, Christian, patriot Americans, and we call out what's really going on now, Dad. What do you think? Well, you know, Austin, they shut the gyms down. They told us we can't exercise. They told us we have to social distance. They told us we can't leave the house. They locked us up causing all type of psychological and physical problems with people because they can't get out and exercise. So if that's your case, then get outside and walk. Do something. Do absolutely something. In fact, everybody on, it looks like everybody in the whole country is moving to Florida now with DeSantis. I mean, our highways are like worst I've ever seen because of the growth we're having down here. And you know, you got to remember too, they're doing everything they possibly can to shut down the velocity of money. We've talked about this, and, we're the, and by the way, we are the only show that has talked about that, the velocity of money in the M1 money supply. The M1 money supply has been massively increased because of the trillions of dollars that Donald Trump put out and the trillions that Biden put out, and now we're having housing starts at an all-time high all the way back to the 2006 again and here in Florida and all over the country. And this is going to massively cause hyperinflation. And they know that. That's why they keep trying to shut us down, 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 because they don't know what to do. I can say this to you. The central banks are in a quandary. They've done so much with the fiat currency. They've done so much with the trillions and trillions and trillions, literally the quadrillions of dollars they signed on the U.S. debt. They don't know what to do because they want to bring in their one world currency and their one world government. They're having a problem, though. It's the United States Constitution. It's pesky. It's, it's a problem for them because what it does, it allows us to have free enterprise in the United States. As much as they tried to regulate that out of existence, they can't get that entrepreneurial spirit out of the people here in the U.S. And so we are all about, you know, earning an income for our family. We're all about, you know, working way too many hours a week. We're all about all of this stuff in the United States because we've been basically bred in this mindset for the past 200 years as we had our Constitution put in in 1776 or actually in the 1780 something. And the reality is this. We have a situation now where they're trying they, everything they possibly can to destroy us. And, and they're having a hard time with it because they're trying to do a, how should I say, smooth transition to a one world government and a one world currency and a one world religion. And it's not working. The Christian evangelicals are saying, nah, we don't want to get vaccinated. Most of the black folks are saying, hey, you know, we don't want to get vaccinated. Like, this is not okay. Something's wrong here. This isn't a vaccine. This is a RNA changing shot. I guess to make you more servile and fertile, I guess the fluoride wasn't good enough. I guess they have to do now we have to do gene therapy on you. But, you know, just just yesterday with, with Fauci, you know, he's speaking in a congressional hearing. And all of a sudden, the congressman keeps asking him, you know, says Jordan says, when are we going to see the end of this tunnel? What number do we need to get down to with COVID, you know, you know, you know, cases in order to release the country back and not have masks and not have lockdowns? And Fauci is such a piece of garbage. He wouldn't give a number. And they basically kept fussing at the guy until Maxine Waters finally has enough with Jordan, the congressman, and basically tells her to shut your mouth. I mean, Maxine Waters with her like probably. 
25 IQ. She basically doesn't even know how to respond because the guy's asking a simple question to Fauci, who's supposed to be in charge of all of this, and say, why are you doing this? When do we get the number? What infection rate do we need for you to open the country back? Fauci wouldn't do it. Why? Because his handlers, his Kabbalist, Rothschild, Luciferian banker handlers have not given him a number because they don't want the country open back up again. That's why you have the never-ending, never-moving, always on the verge of never being anything goalposts that no one could ever get a field goal through and get done with this mess because they don't want you to get done with it. It's like Austin said. They want to go on and on and on into perpetuity as they continue to control the M1 as they increase it. And also here's the other problem. The housing starts are going through the roof. Plywood now that was $20 a sheet a couple of years ago, $60 a sheet. Plywood that was $35 a sheet is $100 a sheet. I mean, it's crazy what's happened. And so what's, well, what will happen next with BlackRock buying all existing inventory or trying to buy all existing inventory of, of homes that have already been built, people are going to get deeper and deeper and deeper into debt as the housing prices go up and up and up. And many of these folks get the variable rate mortgages. In other words, starts them off at 2%. Well, in two to three years, they have an adjustable arm. It goes up to 4%. Then it goes up to 6%. Then it goes up to 8%. And then they won't be able to pay the bill to be in the debt bondage again while the international bankers laugh and make their billions of dollars in deals while the people in America are basically the peasants that are put into slavery and the debt bondage because of this. And this is what we're seeing happening right now here in Florida and all over the United States. Housing starts through the roof. Now, you know, there's a really interesting article that came out. And it said that, you know, we basically have to have another crisis in America because the reset of Klaus Schwab's agenda has failed. This is a really good article by Brandon Smith. And I'm going to read you part of it. Now, the interesting part about all of this stuff is that the concept of freedom is strange to these guys. They don't understand it. They still don't. Because remember, a lot of these guys are sociopaths, like Klaus Schwab. He's a complete and total weirdo. Look how he dresses. I mean, who, who, who walks around dressed like that? I mean, he's a weirdo. And, and so the, they, they want to have everything owned by the banking community. And he says, by 2030, you'll own nothing, and you'll be happy. Well, my response to you, Mr. Weirdo Schwab Nazi wannabe, is pound salt. Go away. Leave us alone. And I'm being nice with what I'm saying right now because I can say something a lot worse, but I try not to talk like that. But the reality is this. You're a weirdo. Nobody wants to follow you into your new world order, into your Kabbalist Luciferian state. Nobody wants to do this. But Brandon Smith wrote this. He wrote, it may sound like U.S. exceptionalism to point this out, and how very dare I, but even if the global reset is successful in every other nation on earth, the globalists are still failures that can't secure and subjugate the American people. That's right. That's why we got to bring in millions of communists out of South America. I'm going to add a few things as I go. As I've noted many times in the past, most of the world has been sufficiently disarmed. And even though we are seeing resistance in multiple European nations against forced vaccination legislation and medical tyranny, it is unlikely that they will have the ability to actually repel a full march into totalitarianism. Most of Asia, India, and Australia are already well under control. Africa is almost an afterthought, considering Africa is where many suspected vaccines are tested. America represents the only significant obstacle to the agenda. Conservative Americans, now we're talking about white Christians and also black Christians in particular, have been a thorn in the side of the globalists for generations. And it really comes down to a simple matter of mutual exclusion. You cannot have an openly globalist society and conservative, conservative ideals at the same time. It's impossible. Now, I'm going to add this. 
This is why the all-out war is against white people in the United States and, of course, black patriots and Hispanic patriots also, but primarily whites because we're the ones that carried Western civilization through the Dark Ages. We're the ones who basically started with Jesus Christ back 2,000 years ago and have kept things alive through the Catholic Church and through the Protestant Reformation five, 600 years ago. And this is the group that they have to destroy because we're the ones that, leading, that are leading the charge as far as freedom. He goes on to say – Conservatives believe in limited government, true free markets, individual liberty, the value of life, freedom, speech, property rights, and the right to self-defense. Here we go. There we go. That's the Second Amendment. Okay, the right to self-determination, freedom of religion, and the non-aggression principle that we won't harm you unless you try to harm us. I love that, by the way. And none of these ideals can exist in a globalist world because globalism at its core is the pursuit of fully centralized tyranny. It's exactly what it is. There are people on this planet not satisfied to merely live their lives, take care of their families, and make their mark peacefully. They crave power over all else. This would be the Kabbalists. I'm adding that. They desperately want control over you, over me, over everything, and they will use any means at their disposal to get it. I would compare it to kind of a drug addiction. Globalists are like crack addicts. They never get enough power, and there's always something more to take. They tell themselves and others that they are philanthropists, and they know what is best for the rest of us. They believe themselves superior. They really do. They believe they're a separate DNA, these Kabbalists do. I told you that the other day. They believe they're from the benign Dean Nephilim. They're sons of the fallen. They believe they are gods, literally gods, and we are their creation. So they believe this. They believe themselves superior, and therefore it's their destiny to dictate and micromanage society for the greater good of them. But really, we are witnessing what their methods become clear, and they have no noble aspirations. They have no empathy, and they have no honor. They're sociopaths. They don't care about the average human being or the environment or the economy in general. They spray you with chemtrails all day long, destroying the planet with aluminum and barium. They only care about themselves and their delusions of grandeur. They are literally a cancer on the rest of civilization, and this is why – they were thrown out of over 100 countries repeatedly, 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 the Kabbalists, because of what they do. Just thought I'd mention that over the past five, 600 years. They seem to be particularly obsessed with deconstructing and sabotaging America in the pursuit of their global reset. Real philanthropists would not have a problem if someone didn't want to accept their charity. But psychopaths cannot abide a group of people rejecting them and their ideology. You are not allowed to walk away from them. You are not allowed to do things your own way. You must be forced to comply, you stinking peasant. This agenda only works if everyone submits. That means everyone. Unfortunately for the globalists, the reset is not working out for them because in the U.S. the agenda is failing miserably compared with parts of Asia and Europe. As the head of the World Economic Forum, top World, apparently, figurehead Kabbalist Klaus Schwab is also fond of reminding us the COVID pandemic is the perfect opportunity to push forward the global plans for a total reset of human economy and society. To the globalists, the crisis is a panacea, panacea, a doorway, a cure-all to their version of a better world. They love the pandemic because they created the pandemic. I'm going to add that. They worked with the Wuhan labs. They worked with the other bio labs all over the world to create it. Their problem is not enough people have died. That's right. It's not doing enough damage. It's not terrifying enough people. So they got to make up lies about how many people are dying. During the, two event, during the event 201 Corona's pandemic, pandemic simulation, it was held by the World Economic Forum and the building the Belinda Gates Foundation, another Rothschild cutout, 
only two months before the real thing coincidentally happened in early 2020. The pandemic war game was less about saving lives and more about how the elites plan to keep the public under control. The suppression of alternative media and censorship in social media was discussed in great length. Dissenting voices need to be silenced, peasant, if the reset is going to prevail. One factor with the Event 201 simulation that never played out, though, was the WEF projections on deaths. Here we go. The war game suggested that at least 65 million deaths, that's what they told us, Early off in the pandemic, early projections on the death rate suggested 2 to 3% total death rate of the population or more. However, it's not that. Outside of nursing homes, 99.7% of the people stay alive and are fine and who are not obese. Guys, listen to me about this. This is so important that you listen to me on this. God created an immune system in us that adapts. It adapts. It continually adapts. When these things hit us, our immune system adapts, provided we have zinc, C, D, all right? Very, very important. We have zinc, C, D, and potassium iodine. If we do, our immune system continually, 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 continually adapts. They don't know what to do with it because these low-life people who run the world, they don't know how to create life. They can only take the life that God Almighty created and change it and manipulate it, do RNA changes to it, DNA changes to it. They have no idea, no more than a snowball's chance in Florida on hot asphalt on a 100-degree August day. They don't have any idea how to create life. All they can do is come to lie, steal, and destroy and subvert the creation that God created, the great I Am. They don't have any idea. Satan never created anything by himself. He only changes what God's already created to subvert it and to create some chimera monster. That's all he does. We talk about how the book of Enoch says they even sinned against the reptiles. This is the group that runs the planet. They have done so for thousands and thousands of years. They hate God. They hate you. They hate me. They want to be us. They have no soul. And these are the people that set up COVID. These are the people that fund Fauci. These are the people that fund Bill and Melinda Gates. These are the people that fund Zuckerberg. These are the people that fund all these major people that you see that are worth hundreds of billions of dollars. Why? Because they were put in those positions because they could be easily controlled. That's who runs the planet through these guys. And they've always done this. And we need to understand it. They used priests and wizards and weirdos all the way through the dark ages. All kinds of crazy stuff to control the groupthink through the energy fields of the planet. This is who they are. This is what they do. And we need to understand that's what they're doing with the COVID. But it's not working because we, the people of the United States, and because of the great I am changing and helping with our immune systems, not allowing the death rate to do what it's doing. That's why they try to create more and more and more death, more and more horrible diseases from their laboratories, more and more variants of Ebola that can't be stopped. Why? Because they want to subdue the population, and they can't do it without massive, massive death rates. They can't. They, they, they tried it once before. I'm telling you this. In the bubonic plague, the black plague in Europe, they did. What, a half the population, I'm saying two-thirds of the population died. Bring out your dead. Bring out your dead on carts every single day. But our science and our supplements and our advancement in technology is so great now, and our immune systems are so much stronger, and our primary staple is not lard pie, which is pork fat pie, which is what they were eating back then, which massively shuts down the immune system. They don't have the ability to do what they did to us once, short of a full-blown nuclear war, which they don't want that either because they don't want to destroy their own infrastructure, the 5G enslavement techniques. 
This is the problem we have. We had a really good listener, Anna, Claire Ann Hernandez out of Montana, wrote us a letter about a friend of hers who was basically some one day she was standing in the kitchen, all of a sudden blue light came through the window, and all of a sudden she was diagnosed with Morgellons. She had all kinds of problems. She finally fought Morgellons for years and finally died. They want to take you and me and change us into something else. And the thing with Morgellons, we talked about it the other day. It's very, very real. It's not some kind of psychiatric disorder. It's not parasitosis or whatever they want to call it. Guys, listen to me. The more vaccines you get, the more aluminum, the more heavy metals, the more mercury you put into your body, the easier it is for the Morgellons to come into your body and start replicating. Very, very important. This is off-world technology. These guys have stuff in store for us that we can't even imagine because we don't, we're not a bunch of sickos like they are. They want to change us into something else. Hence, RNA vaccines. They're not vaccines. They're RNA information devices for something else they're bringing down the road. Guys, stand firm in the faith. And remember, it's through Jesus Christ that all things are held together. For he is the great I am. Ugh. Austin, what do you think, bud? You're exactly right, and I'm going to have Sharon post that video from the CDC uh, that I just told you guys about a minute ago from Rochelle Walensky, and I'm, I won't have her post up on the story on ST Brothers. I want you guys to see this and watch the way she talks, watch what she says, and blatantly says – I wasn't exaggerating earlier because I had a couple people just send me basically text. They said, where did you see this? I said, I'm, I'm sending you the video right now. I'm putting on ST Brower on Instagram, the easiest way to get it out there very quickly. Blatantly saying the only way to stop this isn't just by vaccines because of delayed response. We have to shut down everything and go back to last spring. We have to flatten the curves, which she says. I'm not, so I don't think I'm making this up. This is what they're saying again. They're starting it 2.0 over again. This is just COVID 2021 now. It's ironic we're in April and we're literally watching the exact same thing happen this year that happened last year now, or they're at least trying to. Like that said, down here in Florida – there, you know, I, I thought about something yesterday. And Ruben, our you know one of our sales reps, called me up. He's on the phone. You guys have talked to him. He's great. He's originally from Venezuela. Ended up getting out of there after Venezuela started to go, you know, to garbage. Basically, got his green card and his citizenship. Ended up uh, marrying a girl here. Uh, great guy, awesome, super knowledgeable. And he told me yesterday. He said, Austin. He goes. You gotta understand, he goes, I watched all this happen in Venezuela on a small scale. He said, they're not pushing everybody to Florida and Texas by accident right now. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, think about this for a second. He goes, these central bankers, the same ones that ruined my country, they're trying to ruin the United States. It's just a lot bigger country. He said, the only way they can do this is to go in and basically subvert the last couple free states he said all these people that are moving here right now vast majority of them are hardcore democrats he said because a lot of the republicans a lot of conservatives already didn't live in the liberal parts of new york and california if they did they just move basically to a neighboring state he said everybody's coming to florida because it's like oh we can do what we want here in florida he said what's going to happen is maybe that next election with the governor he said but by 2024 you're probably going to see texas and florida turn completely blue without any type of fraud needed he said remember florida has very strict voter ID laws. They always have. DeSantis has been very adamant about that, even previous administrations. Florida's been very strict. 
Florida's very difficult to steal elections down here in Florida. They already tried. When the homosexual Democratic Party running Gillum tried to run against DeSantis and he lost, then they tried to come out with the, oh, we found ballots here, we found ballots here, and we found ballots there. And they found out later on the whole thing was a complete and total scam. Then we find out later on Gillum's found in a hotel with two other homosexual men completely OD'd on methamphetamine. Yeah, that, that was the governor that the Democrats tried to elect in Florida. And he said what's going to happen is, he goes, all these people that are moving here, they have a very short attention span. And once everything starts to calm down, they're going to forget why they moved here, and they're going to start voting Democrat because he goes, that's honestly what people that are insane do. They make the same mistakes over and over and over again. It's just the definition of it. And he said, so what you're going to see is you're going to see states like Florida and Texas start to go full liberal. And then the other states like New York and California, they're never going to change because they're completely run by communists. And I said, well, I didn't really think about that. You know, he goes, yeah, there's a reason why everybody's coming to Florida, why they didn't pick California to open up. He goes, this thing seems too well staged to me and it's too promoted and it's too well played out. And he goes, these bankers, they don't do anything on accident. I said, well, that's pretty, pretty profound. I said, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> I hope you're wrong. I said, but we shall see in the next couple of years. But from what I'm seeing right now, the level of people moving here is literally unmanageable. And I mean it sincerely. My workout partner, he drove to Tampa on Sunday morning to go with a bunch of buddies out there. They were going to the beach for the day. And he said from where we're at over in Lakeland, which is a neighboring town, from Lakeland just to Tampa, he said it took him almost three and a half hours to get there. He said they'd averaged about four to five miles an hour the entire way. He said all the back roads were stopped. Everything was stopped. And I said, are you serious? He goes, yeah. And I said, how many accidents were there? He said, zero. I said, zero? He said, yeah, zero. Not one accident I saw. He goes, it was literally full-blown bumper-to-bumper congestion the entire way. Even pulled it up on MapQuest or Google and stuff. He goes, no accidents reported. Just read all the way to Tampa. He goes, I didn't bother to check the map until I was in the middle of it. And I said, wow. He goes, this is, this is unsustainable. He goes, we can't keep allowing this to happen. He said, it's going to ruin Florida. We're going to become so overpopulated, the infrastructure is going to get overwhelmed. And I looked at him and I said, you know, I just talked to Ruben the other day about this. And I said, the hospitals, the schools, the infrastructure, the roadways. Remember, Florida only has two major exit roadways to exit Florida, major highways, I-95 and I-75. You have other little back roads you can take, but those are the only two exits out of Florida that have any significant infrastructure. If y'all remember, I don't know if you guys remember the videos of this, back in 2017, we had a hurricane come through, and it was coming towards South Florida, and it was supposedly going to wipe out South Florida, absolutely just smash Miami. They issued an evacuation order to Miami. They said it was a Category 5 hurricane. It was coming for a direct landfall hit into Miami. Everybody freaked out and said, we're evacuating Miami. I-95, which is the main highway that leaves Miami, turned into a gridlock. They actually had to open up both sides of I-75. They had to have escorts, police escorts for fuel tankers to get down to Miami so they could get fuel because there was no fuel in Miami. They were completely sold out. You couldn't get out of Miami. There was no gas. That was three and a half years ago before the population exploded like it has in the last year. 
Then, of course, the hurricane didn't even hit Miami. It literally turned, went right around the border, right around the tip, came back in the west side, went below Tampa, ended up going through Polk County. We had a bunch of trees down and stuff, but we were fine. So think about that for a second. If a natural disaster starts to occur, a big one, another huge hurricane hits Florida, and now we have another three, four, five million people just in the last year that have descended on Florida. How in the world are we supposed to handle the infrastructure roadways when we couldn't even handle them three and a half years ago? Much less the hospitals, much less the school systems, much less any type of medical personnel that are down here. Just thought I would throw that down there. For everybody that's deciding they want to leave their crappy state because they ruined it and they voted for these policies and wants to move here, I'm kind of the point now. I'm putting a no vacancy sign on Florida. I've had enough of it. The amount of people that want to keep moving here, if you want to go somewhere, go to Texas. They still have a huge amount of land out there that basically is not so massively overrun. We're three sides away from being an island down here in Florida. We're officially a peninsula, but a very, very long one at that. There is not a through state. You can't drive through Florida and go to Texas. It doesn't work. It's literally you come to Florida, you're in Florida. The only way out of Florida is up out of Florida. Just thought I would throw that out there for everybody that's keeping keeping wanting to move down here and ruin the state that we once had because you can't get your state under control. Just thought I would throw that out there. Also, too, in other news, Breitbart has now come out now with another article. And apparently the education department, not just in a few states like we talked about in Michigan and so forth, apparently California is now jumping on it too. The California education department is now considering implementing a statewide math framework redo that promotes the concept that working to figure out a correct answer in math is an ample example of white supremacy invading the classroom. Dad brought this topic up as multiple states now have started to look at this ideology And this is starting to occur now all across the country. And this goes back exactly what I've said in analogies repeatedly. This is going in to ruin the mindset, to ruin the thinking, and to ruin the entire working sector. If you have people now that you're hiring, you have to pay them $15 an hour, and they argue with you when they're running a cash register, that if somebody gives them a $10 bill for a $5 meal, that they're supposed to give them a $20 back because – That's what my math says. If you say no, you give them a five if they give you a ten. And they go, oh, no, 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 you can't. I can't do that. You're racist. Actually, now I'm filing an HR complaint with you for racist derogatory comments. You can't tell me to do that. Hence why all these companies are starting to move to robotics and kiosks now, McDonald's, Taco Bell, Burger King. They've had enough of it. You can only dumb down the population so far to the point that they have no reasonable aspect of even functioning in a corporate or business society anymore. They bring nothing to the marketplace. They're actually a hindrance. They cost you more money than they help you make in the marketplace because of how idiotic their behavior is. That's exactly what they're promoting in California right now. Also, too, in other news, this is something that I saw earlier. Apparently, a FedEx ground facility over in Indianapolis now had another shooting. They're now saying that at least 10 people have basically been shot, eight people have been shot. I haven't seen much about it. I just saw it earlier now. Of course, they're already immediately They jump on the bandwagon. U.S. Senator Bob Mendez and Congressman Ted Deutsch is now reintroduced to keep American Safe Act, which is a confiscation ban on magazines with a capacity over 10 rounds. This is another federal mag ban attempt. In addition to banning the importation, sale, manufacturing, transfer, or possession 
of any high-capacity magazine, or I should say standard-capacity AR-15 magazine. A 30-round magazine is not high-capacity for an AR. It's what comes in the box when you buy from any manufacturer. Let's get that straight. They're now saying that basically anything, including the ability to modify the magazine, will be banned. And that they said they will authorize a buyback program to help buy back your high-capacity magazines, and they will require manufacturers to have serial numbers and data manufacture on all new magazines to help law enforcement identify restricted magazines. Now, my concept with this is just keep your magazines. There is nothing lawful about anything in the Second Amendment and telling you you have to change the amount of capacity you can have. It would be like the Second Amendment saying, well, you can have your musket and rifle and blunderbuss, but you're only allowed to keep 20 rounds or 10, ba- 10 balls, and you can only have X amount of powder. This is lunacy. And again, they try to do this. They try to do this. They try to do this. The same individuals that get private security and secret service protection and government protection are the same ones that tell you you have to disarm and take away your weapons. Look at what we're seeing right now. We now have the CDC spokesperson coming out and blatantly saying, Rochelle Walensky, that we need to shut down the country back down again. And everybody needs to get shots, but we also need to shut down the country along with everybody getting shots. This is what they're telling us we need to do while we're still the most armed country in the entire world. Just think about what would happen if we actually allowed tyrannical laws that were illegal and unconstitutional to actually be followed in this country. Not going to happen. I had another conversation with my law enforcement buddy, my sheriff buddy the other day. And he goes, I can tell you one thing. He said, if they actually tried to do this, he said no law enforcement in Central Florida would even attempt to try to further this. He said federal agents would have no support whatsoever. If not, they'd probably get blocked. And I said, well, what, what would you do? He goes, what do they do if they start telling law enforcement officers that, hey, we got guys in here that have basically unregistered magazines or they have a brace on their gun? He goes, I can tell you right now, he goes, 90% of the SWAT team would walk off because I'm not getting shot. He goes, you're telling me there's a law-abiding citizen with multiple AR-15s with multiple loaded mags in his house that doesn't want to be bothered and it's my job to go in his house and take his guns and his mags from him? Yeah, okay. He goes, have fun with that. He goes, A, the manpower is in there. B, the compliance would never happen. And C, there's too many guns and rifles and mags in the state of Florida. He goes, we would never be able to even attempt to do something like that, much would we? He said, we have no inclination to ever, ever enforce any type of laws like that. He said, there's already been numerous talks about even the bump fire stock. He goes, you wonder why you never heard anything about bump fire stocks in central Florida? I said, yeah, I am curious about that. I said, how many of them got turned in after that federal ban that Trump pushed? He said, officially in Polk County, we had zero turned in. I said, are you serious? He said, yeah. Literally, zero. We had zero turned in the entire country. Because we didn't care. Because we didn't ask. We didn't want to know. It was kind of don't ask, don't tell thing. If you had one, we didn't want to know about it because we didn't give a rat's butt about it because we didn't agree with any of it. And he goes, that's what a lot of this is going to turn into. It's going to be don't show it off, don't brag about it. Nobody wants to know about it. Keep it to yourself. And as sad as that is that we're reaching that point in this country – You see where they're taking us. You see how they're lying to us. You see how they're trying to get us to comply. And at the same time, they're telling us that we need to trust them and let them protect us. It's a double-sided narrative. They talk out of both sides of their mouth. And it was interesting. Yesterday, I got the article back out 
from last year. It was actually written May 19th, 2020, almost a year ago. And it was a very interesting article. It's actually a 28 page article. I'm going to try to repost it on the website again. And it was very interesting because it went into Bible studies and commentaries about the occult and what they've tried to do for thousands of years. And it said the occult ritual transformation and COVID. How mask wearing, hand washing, social separation, and lockdowns are age-old occult rituals being used to initiate people into a new global order. And I read through a huge part of it yesterday, and it's interesting now because I remember reading the article last year. I actually talked about it on the show last year, and reading it again now a year later. And seeing it kind of from a different perspective, how last year when we saw it, it was like, okay, where's this going? Now we've watched it. Now we're seeing it. Now we're seeing cover the face, change basically who you are, wash your hands, purify yourself, abstain from being around people, lock down and don't go anywhere, submit and basically do what you're told. And as we're seeing this now, we're starting to understand the basis of the occult rituals that were involved and what they started last year and are still being implemented today. And I called this out from the very beginning. I said, isn't it ironic that all of a sudden the only option is cover your face with a mask, peasant. Wash your hands every five seconds, peasant. Put 666 on every door, every groundwork, every opening, every bathroom, everything you can possibly think of. Say six feet distancing everywhere you go. Don't get near anybody. Social distance. But yet we have already found directly in my own personal life zero compliance with any of those and my friends did keeping vitamin C and D3 along with zinc and iodine, exercising regularly, drinking water, and having a healthy diet absolutely will help you knock out anything that comes your way if we take care of our bodies. I told you. One of my good friends, he basically got exposed to somebody who just got their second round of the shot. Yik yakking, bragging about it. Oh, I got my shot. Blah 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 blah. Right up next to it. I'm I'm fine now. All of a sudden, next day, throat super sore, dry cough, head hurts out of nowhere. He goes, dude, I feel like horrible. I said, dude, hammer the C, hammer the D, you'll knock it out. I said, you probably got some type of viral shedding variant from them. I said, as we can see now, this this shot is nothing that we're being told that it is. Sure enough, he knocked it out. Same thing. Basically happened to Lana. She got exposed to somebody that got injected. Next day, actually that night, throat super sore, coughing. I mean, I'm I'm talking within a few hours. Nailed it, told her basically C, D, vitamin C. I was around her every single day. I hammered the vitamin C. I said, the first thing you do, Lana, I said 10,000 IUs. Excuse me, 100,000 IUs of D3. It's my personal exposure that I've seen now. 100,000 IUs of D3 right off the rip. It's what the doctors have used now in clinical research. I said, then throw in six to 8,000 milligrams of vitamin C. Day three, completely fine. I never got it. I never got any symptoms from it at all. This is what they're trying to do right now. They're trying to get this thing, a powder keg, to spread. That's why they're telling everybody, you need to get your shot, then you need to go back inside, you need to social distance, you need to be inactive, and you don't need to go to the gym, you need to social isolate from everybody. They're doing the best they can to ruin everybody's immune system, along with these stupid, bacteria-laden masks that are causing bacterial pneumonia. Wake up, my friends. Talk to everybody about what's going on. Look at the articles. Use them on our website. Reference them. Forward them. And keep waking up people and telling them what's really going on, Dad. You know, Austin, that's really well said. In fact, last night I had a little bit of a sore throat. Took some astragalus, hit some vitamin C, hit some D3, and today I woke up and it's fine. 
And, you know, it's really important that we take care of ourselves. Now, back to what Austin was saying about the hurricane back here in 2017, in which basically I-95 was gridlocked and people were actually literally sitting in their car for 24 hours on 95 and could still see their on-ramp. They never even moved because of the lockdowns, the gridlock of the hotways. And then they opened up both sides of Highway 95 to try to get the traffic to flow north, and it started moving a little bit. First time that ever been done. You know, when we talk about people moving to Florida and not wanting people to come down here, we're not talking about patriots. We're talking about hardcore liberals that have ruined their own states. A lot of you guys are patriots, and you love freedom. And you love being free and having the ability to walk around without wearing a mask and suffocating. You voted against your democratic ideals in the states that you're in, and you're trying to fix your state, but it hasn't been fixable. If you guys want to come to Florida, we don't have a problem with it. The problem we have is when you get the hardcore liberal communists who want to destroy the state they're in, then turn around and come down here and destroy Florida. A lot of people are moving down here because of ideological reasons, because they don't like Florida being open. I'm going to say that. They don't like Florida being open. They want to have their masks on, and they want to go ahead and get into the voting pool here in Florida to try to destroy Florida. You go down to Miami, and it's almost super liberal in Miami. Almost every single person is wearing a mask outside, and they're wearing masks inside, and they're screaming and yelling if you walk into a business or a restaurant down there and tell you to get out, peasant. That's how Miami is. And so so many people from up north want to come down here and turn our entire state into a giant Miami. We don't want that. Yesterday, I went to Sun and Fun, and we were sitting outside, and nobody was wearing a mask. This is the biggest air show down here in central Florida for airplanes, and there were literally 50,000 people walking around, and nobody, literally nobody but a few obese people had masks on. None. Only, I mean, nobody had masks. You say, well, why would pilots not wear masks? Well, here's a reason. Pilots engage in a very, very, how should I say, dangerous activity when they fly. Flying is not for the faint of heart. It really isn't. It's dangerous. You have to be very skilled to stay up there and stay alive so the people that are being forced to wear masks aren't really risk takers in most cases. They're compliant because they're basically what they want to be sheeple. So last night I was sitting in a hangar and we were watching the, you know, the, you know, the, the F-18s fly over and all kinds of formations. And, and one of the ladies said, well, I can see nobody here has a mask on and none of us did. And the lady said, I've had enough of the tyranny. I've had enough of the one world order. I've had enough of all of it. And I said, that's exactly right. I said, they want a one-world government, one-world religion, and a one-world currency. She goes, that's exactly right. So, guys, we're making a difference. This show's making a difference. You, you, our listeners, our friends, our brothers and sisters in Christ, you're making a difference because you're telling people to listen to this show, and we're doing the best we can to try to spread as much information as we possibly can about all of this stuff. Now they want Fauci to go to NASCAR. I kid you not. If Fauci shows up at NASCAR, he is not booed out, booed out, booed out by the people who go to those NASCAR races. I don't even know what to say about those people at NASCAR any longer. Let's say bring in a bunch of Democrats to watch NASCAR, which would be like a slow death torture for a Democrat to watch NASCAR. Oh, my God. It's a carbon-based car. Oh, my God. It's putting down carbon monoxide. Oh, my God. It's loud. <laughs> They'd go nuts. It'd be like a slow death torture for a Democrat in most cases to either own a gun or go to NASCAR. So if he's not booed out of existence, I don't even know what to say about this. In addition to that, we need to realize, and I mentioned this yesterday, remember a few years ago where the USS Donald Cook back in 2014 got into the Black Sea and Russia hit it? and completely disabled all radars, all control circuits, all systems, all information transmission, etc. on board the U.S. destroyer. As Russian state news reported three years after that attack, Russia claims that their electronic warfare jamming system could completely cripple the entire U.S. Navy. 
And now Biden's saying he's not going to send any ships into the Black Sea. This is not Syria. Russia is not Syria. They're a serious, serious power. And we should be staying away from them and leave them alone. What we talked about yesterday and how we're basically stopping their ability to sell their bonds on the open market. The latter bit, Putin needs to go in and throw out the Central Bank of Russia, which is Rothschild owned, just like Hitler did in 1938. That's what he needs to do as quickly as he possibly can. If he does that, he'll be able to print debt-free currency. By the way, the London Metal Exchange is now saying there's a massive, massive shortage of available silver. And that's why they're running all the paper everywhere now because they don't know how to create more silver and or gold. And gold took another big spike up today. One more thing, brain fog, how trauma, uncertainty, and isolation have affected our minds and memory. After a year of lockdown, many of us are finding it hard to think clearly or to remember what happened. Neuroscientists and behavioral experts explain why. Before the pandemic, psychoanalyst Josh Cohen, patients might come into his consulting room, lie down on the couch and talk about traffic or the weather or a rude person. Now they appear on his computer screen and they tell him about brain fog. They talk with urgency of feeling unable to concentrate in meetings, to follow, to intricately plotted television programs. There's a sense of debilitation. Guys, I'm going to tell you what to do with that right now. The brain fog, if you take magnesium and you take our basically our, our, our magnesium theanate, it is unbelievably important that you take that every single day. It's a magnesium brain food, and it helps to eliminate brain fog. Take your B vitamins. Take, them the, meth- take the methylated B vitamins. Take your C. Take what you need for your immune system. Your brain will come back. It really will, but you can't keep isolated. You've got to go out and talk to people. You've got to call your friends. You've got to read. You've got to do something. You can't just sit around the house waiting to die. That's a horrible way to live, guys. People spend so much time because there is so much fear that they're so afraid they're going to die, they never live. I'm going to say it again. They spend so much time in fear and afraid they're going to die, they never live or they stop living. You can't live. You can't do that. Human beings are made to be out exploring. Remember, we're creating God Almighty's image. We're creating the image of the great I am. We're supposed to be creating things and doing things, not sitting around waiting to die. What a horrible existence they're trying to force on us. But guys, listen to me. Jesus Christ is the answer. This is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. In all things, we've got to give thanks to God. Why? Because he's the author and the finisher and the perfecter of our faith. And he's given you freedom of will. Exercise that freedom of will and say no to tyranny. I love you guys. Also be on with Hagman tonight. He'll finish the show right now. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful weekend. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting. When you start really figuring out why we're constantly going after these countries, it's always for one thing. We have to maintain the petrodollar. They have to maintain this as long as they can to keep the stability of the dollar as long as they can until they decide they want to flush it. So the thing about it is the United States still has a lot left in it. They're squeezing it like a, you know, a beat, trying to get every bit of pulp out of it. But the truth about it is there's still a lot left here. There's still a lot of work here, and there's still a lot of, you know, that work ethic ingrained in the United States. And so they're trying to do everything they can to get that out before they punch its time card. And, I mean, that's why every time you see, like, Gaddafi was coming in, going to do an oil-based transaction with gold through Libya. What did they say? Oh, He's a dictator of Thailand. We have to overthrow him right now. They overthrow him. What does it do? The country goes to chaos. 
the Taliban, ISIS, whatever the heck you want to call them that we fund, take over, place a complete and total nightmare. Then they use it as an epicenter for weapon drug, running drugs and running weapons to the CIA right through Libya. This is what they do. So always remember, what they tell you on the front is almost always a lie. Believe about about 5 to 10% of what you hear as far as on the mainstream media. Once you do your own research, you find out real quick what's really going on and what their true intent is. And it's crucial that we continue to call it out because what happens is with these online platforms and these algorithms and these data logging centers like they have in Utah where they monitor and spy and listen to everything we do, including to this show, every phone call, every text message, that's what they do. Snowden called this out you know, 15 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, and it's very accurate, if not worse today. We have to show them that we're not going to go quietly into the night. They may be trying to do this. They may be trying to attempt it, but we're going to take a step back and say, no, absolutely not. We don't consent. That's why you see when certain things happen, they kind of push a little bit and then they back off. They push a little bit and back off. There's got to be a line in the sand, and that's why I told everybody, you have to find your conviction and you have to hold it. Last year, they found that many people were willing to compromise on a whole host of different topics, including their own health and their own personal freedoms, simply for the safety of yourself and others. What a crock. The safety of yourself and others? So you're supposed to stay at home, like Dad said, and pretend that everything's going to be okay and basically wait to die until the government tells you you can leave your house? That's not safety and protection. That's tyranny, my friends. Has no business being in this country. Thank you for the support. If you guys need anything, be sure to check out the website, the Thyroid Support on Sales Product of the Week, 12% off. And be sure to check out for what, what you want to see when and vote for next week on Product of the Week, healthmasters.com. Thank you so much again. Have a blessed, safe, awesome weekend. I'll talk to you guys on the Hagman Show tonight, and we'll be back on this show Monday as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>